All right, this week we're going to do our predictions for our conference tournaments. We'll kind of talk about our favorites, who we think could have an outside chance of winning, and then um, kind of just talk about some of the stakes for some of these teams uh, who are maybe on the bubble or fighting to get a better seed line for the tournament. Um, but I think we can start off with uh, the ACC, which I feel like is a little more up for grabs just because of the quality of teams. Nobody's like outstanding. Yeah, no, no, definitely no one's run away with it. So, do you want to just like start off with who we think is going to overall win, or how do you want to? What do you want to go with first? Yeah, so I can I can say I got Miami. You could probably have guessed that. Yeah, I don't hate Miami. I do. I am a little concerned that they are on the Duke side of the bracket. I don't know if Virginia is necessarily going to have to play a team like of that like kind of echelon of teams at the very least. Um, like they may play NC State, but I don't know if that's like guaranteed. NC State worked themselves down to a six seed in the ACC tournament. Maybe yeah. that may keep them safe. On the other hand, I have very limited faith in Virginia, so I don't know if that that's who I is want. To who, pick. So is that who your pick is? I guess it's it's Come make on, feel Calvin. Good. You can't give you can't give up on the Virginia hate now. It's if Virginia <laughs> was the one seed, I may if Miami and Virginia switch seeds. I think that would. Uh, I don't know. Uh, that does feel so questionable. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think I'll go with Virginia, though. I think, like, just, like, not even guaranteed to see, like, another team that I think is real quality, unless you really like North Carolina, but I, I don't really, so. That's who my sleeper is. I think if any team's going to, like, I think just pull it out the bag and, like, finally, like, play well, it could be North Carolina. They need to. Like, literally their whole season is, like, on the line, so they have a lot more to play for. Um. Like, obviously, Virginia can lose and maybe four or five seed and be happy. Like, they're not playing in the NIT like UNC would if they lost. So. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with that, though. I think that's I think that's a fair point for North Carolina. Like, they are – because they get Virginia in the – like, they – well, they obviously have to make the – they have to make the – well, they have to beat Louisville or Boston College. So, they should be able to make the Virginia round. Yeah, I think that's uh, and, and, going on right now. Oh yeah, actually, that's a good question. I forgot that the ACC starts off all their like little trash quality games this week and Louisville, like today. Louisville and Boston College are currently tied. Is it like the game right now? Is it is it actually coming down to the wire? No, nah, one minute in the second half left. But that's pretty far in. Oh, and well, Florida State, well, Georgia. Yeah, okay, that's yeah. yeah Georgia Tech already beat Florida uh, State, but I don't get. Yeah, so yeah, I like pick. I think that I think that's really solid because they get to play Virginia, then they get to maybe play Clemson in the second round, or like they're in the third round, I guess, but like the second round. Um, so I think that's pretty solid. I do think if I have to pick overall, I think the winner is most likely to come out of the top half. I just don't know who's going to win the Duke, like the possible Duke Miami game. Yeah, is that so? Who is your sleeper pick? Is that UNC or is it like Duke? I uh, I don't know if Duke counts as a sleeper pick, so I'd go. I agree. I'd go UNC also. I think. Okay. Yeah, there's definitely some teams out there that could like go on a run. NC State, Virginia Tech did it last year. Um, obviously, like Pittsburgh at a five seed could obviously upset Duke. Um, Syracuse, for all we know, but they suck. Yeah. No, that that's that's 100 possible. I guess. Uh, Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh. That's the other thing Miami has the advantage. Like definitely Pittsburgh is a more threatening team than than Wake or Syracuse. So that's that's a solid point in their favor. 
Um, in terms of how this affects the bracket, we already mentioned UNC probably needs to win a few games at the very least. Yeah, they have to be Virginia. I think they could lose in the finals to Miami, which is actually what I have filled out. <laughs> um, if they if they lose and like don't get blown out, so that that would mean a win over uh, Boston College, assuming they beat Louisville, <laughs> a win over Virginia. And then a win over one of Clemson, NC State, and Virginia Tech. That might not be enough. They might have to, like, put up some margins. They might have to, like, I mean, Virginia obviously could be enough for them, but it seems like they might have to completely win. I don't know if it's that far gone for them, though. I would say, I don't know if completely win is necessarily. Yeah, I'd probably agree that I think. I mean, I think what? So you think if they make the finals, they're probably in or not? Like, what would you give them, like, better than 50-50 chance at that point? Um, I don't know, because that would be, what, definitely one, maybe two quad one wins. And uh, I, Yeah, yeah. I just don't know if it's enough, and especially because Texas A&M was kind of in, like, a similar spot last year, and they, like, went on a run and lost to Tennessee in the finals. And that that wasn't enough for the committee. They the committee doesn't value the conference tournament as much uh, as the regular season. So that's my one concern: is if North Carolina makes the finals and loses, like Texas A&M did, will the committee consider that? Yeah, no, that's definitely it's that's yeah. I think. I, I think I'd probably lean – I don't know. That's really hard, honestly. I I think that they're, they're – you're probably right. that To feel comfortable about their case on Selection Sunday, they probably do need to get the auto bid, I guess. Like, they aren't – they're going to be sweating it out if they make the finals. And if they don't do – if they do less than that, there probably isn't a chance. Yeah, yeah. No, like, yeah, they have to be Virginia at a minimum. Um, and then, yeah, they probably have to – they probably have to make the finals at least. And then from there, who knows? Yeah, and would you say I don't know if there's really any other implications from this bracket in terms of the, like in terms of the bubble specifically? I'd say um, I'd say Clemson's kind of in a similar boat as UNC. True, true, true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Clemson probably in a slightly better position, I guess, though. But they but don't have as many opportunities. Clemson, they they play one less game in this, so if they do the same, beat NC State and Virginia, and then lose in the finals. They're probably in a better spot because they had more quad one wins going into it. Obviously, they have like the weird quad three and quad four losses, but I feel like Clemson might be in a better spot. <laughs> but I don't know. I think they have to win two as well. I don't think beating like NC State would be enough for them. Yeah, no, I think I, Bracket Matrix right now has both of them as only having like one or two brackets putting them in the tournament field right now. So they're definitely like, no one's really giving them that much, that much confidence. And then, and it would, yeah. So it would, it would take a serious run for them to actually like jump, jump in there probably. Um, yeah, the, that's fair. The then, close to the bubble is Pittsburgh. Uh, actually, NC State's yeah. down there as well. Uh, not as... Both of them, they're at the, NC State's the last 10 by Bracket Matrix and Pittsburgh's the first 11 by Bracket Matrix. So that's that's like the the first four buys or whatever the first part of the bubble's called. So if either of those teams loses their first matchup to the teams playing today, like Georgia Tech or Virginia Tech, there could be some questions. Um, but 
I don't think they'll lose that. And I think if they win that and then uh, lose to their next matchup, uh, Duke for Pittsburgh and Clemson for NC State, I think that this that's enough to get them in. They may have to do be in the play-in, but... Yeah, I think it's oddly it's odd that NC State may kind of benefit from being the sixth because if Virginia Tech like it's probably going to be Virginia Tech's a six and a half point favorite tonight, um, and if Virginia lose Virginia Tech, that's still that's there that's a quad two loss definitely. Um, it's definitely not lower than that. So like that probably wouldn't kill them as like kill their case as much as uh, Pittsburgh. A real well, I guess Georgia Tech, yeah. I guess Georgia Tech. Where are they? They're they may they may be a quad two loss also at this point. Neutral court, yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> um, but there's definitely terms of like for the upper guys, Miami or Virginia, if they win, could get a three seed depending on what the committee does. I have currently I have Miami at uh four and Virginia at a five. Um, but like Miami's a low four, Virginia high five. I think, I think only one of them will be a top four seed, depending yeah. on how this tournament goes. Like if they meet in the finals, and I guess Miami wins because what the committee probably has Virginia higher at this point. Um, uh, I don't know if that's a you can do exactly agree with you on that. Like uh, Virginia's last four, uh, Miami's the second five. Hmm. So I guess if Virginia were to beat Miami, but I don't know if that's enough to get them both top four. I think, well, actually, I guess maybe, but I, I think it's unlikely that. Ah, I don't know what I'm saying at this point. I think if they're in the finals, if Miami win, they could both be in the top four. I could see that. I could see that definitely because they just pick up some like decent wins along the way, and they'd have to get at least like two quad two wins, or two quad one wins probably. As you know, Miami wouldn't. But not um but a quad two and a quad one win at least um so that's that's decent yeah i i and then there's gonna be a boost acc tournament so i would say that if either of them do win out they would probably be a three seed maybe. yeah, yeah. I, I think the winner of it if they like as long as they play some like quality teams will probably be a three maybe one of the better fours but i think it's unlikely that both virginia and miami make it to the finals like there's like, I mean, it's not unlikely, but there's a good chance that one of them loses somewhere along the way, just because they haven't like, like, above the rest of the, the field too much. Yeah, it, it may be the most likely like single outcome, but still overall, like, it is like not necessarily like an incredibly likely, mm. like, in the grand scheme of things, it's not going to be a super likely outcome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. No, I think I'll be. Really- yeah, I'm also just really just to see how the committee handles the ACC, but that's yeah, that's like kind of a lot. Like a like I don't know, maybe they're going to be higher on the ACC than we expect, or even lower than we expect. So, yeah, I'm because like there's a good chance to like because people are not considering Clemson or North Carolina, and they could consider like Clemson as one of the last ones in. I don't know. It seems unlikely, um, but I don't know. I feel like Pittsburgh and NC State have a pretty good chance of being in, so it should be five teams. Um, at least I don't know. There could be anything could happen. That's why it's the best week of college basketball, other than I guess the first weekend. But I do love conference tournament week. Yeah, you're probably right. We well, we're definitely gonna get Miami, Miami, Virginia aren't missing it. Duke's not missing it. Um, NC State, yeah, and then we'll, Pittsburgh would really yeah, have to we'll, up. 
I think they'll probably both make it. Yeah, so that, that's probably five teams. And maybe if one of them really screw up, then that could be open the door for Clemson, North Carolina. So that, that seems about right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, let's talk about the Big Ten. So this has been like competitive regular season for like this two through like nine seed have been like people have been jumping up and down. Like Northwestern went from like around the sixth spot to the number two seed based on Sunday's results. Uh, Michigan State got kind of screwed because their game against Minnesota never got rescheduled. Um, I thought there was a chance they were going to miss out on the double buy because of that, but they ended up getting the last double buy spot. So, uh, yeah, that that was. I thought they should just like, why would they care about rescheduling? But that's actually really interesting. Yeah, because they ended up playing one less game, and um, it would have been against Minnesota. So I think it's fair to <laughs> chalk that up as a win. But for the most part, for most teams, they have gotten their they have gotten their licks in the season. Yeah, they've gotten two licks in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, the Ohio State was one of them. But okay, yeah, I think the favorite. I, I'm gonna go Purdue. It seems chalky, but I mean, it's just not that exciting. I agree, but like it, it they've been like the best team in the Big Ten. Like I, I don't think they're like. I mean, their records kind of shows it. Like they, they've lost. They started losing a few games towards the end of the season, but like. <laughs> They're like about yeah, they're the best team in the Big Ten. Like yeah, they weren't great on the they weren't great on the road, but I feel like neutral court, they should be back to the best team. Yeah, no, I I agree with that. It's not yeah, well, it's it's definitely not the most interesting outcome, but you know whatever. Yeah, I think it's probably going to be Purdue Indiana in the finals. That's, I um. Yeah, I don't like that's a that's a fair point. So I do. I it's interesting that Northwestern got up to a two seed because as much as I think they've had like a nice season, I think they're a pretty solid team. I definitely don't think they're the second best team in the Big Ten. Uh, so that as a second round match for Indiana is nice. Although if you go by Kempon right now, Maryland is the second best team in the Big Ten. Uh, I I'm I I don't know. Maryland ended up with only like three quad one wins or three or four. Let's see. Yeah, three quad ones. Yeah, I'm not huge on their overall resume or anything, so I don't – that's, like, certainly interesting. Um, but it is I, – I like, it does mean that the second-round matchup for India could be a little tough, um, but then they get Northwestern in the second round. And it's not like Purdue – like, they, their first-round matchup – or their first-round – I guess Indiana and Purdue's first-round matchup, I meant. Uh, it, Purdue's first-round matchup should be pretty easy. Rutgers has been pretty questionable. Uh, Michigan is Michigan's been frisky is the thing. Like they've they've competed, they've beaten some teams, and they obviously have like a guy who can kind of just take over. As much as I hate him, Hunter Dickinson's really good. Yeah, but even like Edie is like probably one of the better guys in the country to be like we have a big man who can match up in this situation. Like I'm sure Hunter Dickinson will get his. Like Edie's not unstoppable or anything on defense, but like it is at least they have a guy they can throw throw in pretty solidly. Yeah, yeah, but that he could like like out physical him and cause like foul issues but obviously like that's in a perfect world for michigan but yeah yeah is there any any sleeper team that you you like um i don't know it's i think it's a little bit harder this time it would probably be someone from the lower half of the bracket just because not having to face purdue until the final is 
pretty nice for that. Um, I still haven't completely given up on Illinois, I guess. Uh, it's in Chicago, so if the Illinois – I don't know. I don't know if Illinois fans are that passionate, but if they are, like maybe they can kind of make this like a home environment for Illinois. Um, well, the Penn I mean, State, their second round matchups Northwestern, which literally is in like, is in the city, so they have more of a home field advantage. I just don't know. Is the Northwestern basketball fan base like that? I I think Illinois fans could at least beat out Northwestern fans in terms of like. I would hope so. North- Come on, like Illinois is a consistently pretty solid franchise. This is like Northwestern's like first good season, and like, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like Illinois just plays with no rhyme or reason. Like, contrary to what you picked, I actually think Penn State is the team that I could see going on a run. They seem they seem really hot right now, and obviously they play they would play Illinois in the first round. Um, and they they're another team that like is right on the chopping block. So. Uh, definitely could use some wins. And I, I think that they could be both Illinois and Northwestern. I mean, I think that's also a fair point because I think part of the reason I like Illinois is that we mentioned that, like I mentioned earlier, Northwestern is kind of questionable two seed. So like getting that as their second round matchup is definitely a point in their favor. I wouldn't be surprised if Penn State, they're not ahead of Northwestern and Ken Palm, but they're it's 43 to 50. So it's not like there's like a tiny gap in Ken Palm and those two teams. Um and yeah, Northwestern is upsettable. Northwestern is a team like that, like the the way they play, the like slow tempo defense. It really is like the the Virginia recipe for losing to a team that's worse than you. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, Penn State they probably need to beat at least Illinois to feel confident uh, for March Madness. Well, they definitely yeah they definitely need to beat Illinois. Mm. I don't know because. Yeah. They kind of have to prove to the committee to have this many Big Ten teams. Um, and low-key, Rutgers is getting close to that spot as well. They're both in the uh, bracket matrix. They're the last two eleven, So they are both, like, right on the razor's edge of this right now. Yeah. And Rutgers just – the recency bias, like, is just horrible for them. Like, they are not playing good basketball at all. Are they – I think they're the other team that lost to Minnesota, right? They lost to them recently. Yeah. So they only lost by one, at least I think. So we, well, we lost. It was like it was a bu- it was a buzzer beater, but yeah, we lost by like we lost by like seven or eight or something like that. So our loss was definitely far more iffy. But um, well, did Rutgers lose that at home? I don't actually. I'm not 100 percent sure about that. Uh, it wasn't. I think it was Minnesota senior night. Okay. Okay. Well, that's something, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Rutgers probably has to beat Michigan. Michigan definitely has to beat Rutgers and then maybe even beat upset Purdue to have a shot. They've kind of missed their chances. Yeah, Michigan's also another team like North Carolina Clemson who only has like two people who think they should be in the tournament. So like of like the 63 brackets or no, it's even more than that. It's like bracket or something that they they have on, on the site right now. Um, Where's Wisconsin in all of this? Uh, they are they- – about half the brackets have them in. They are the they are the top at large team. So like they are they are the closest team to being in of teams that aren't currently listed as oh, in. So they're not currently listed. No, no, no. But they're very they're right on the edge. Although I think yeah, and I kind of agree with that. I think I don't think just being Ohio State would be enough for me to get them in the bracket. Like I think I want to see them beat Iowa at the very least before I'd be up for Wisconsin. Wisconsin is a weird like case study because. Their net sucks. They're sixth. They're seventy eighth. Um, they but they have 
they have six quad one, which is a lot of these teams in the bubbles can't say they have. Um, mm, no. It's it's weird that they have so many quad one wins, and then they have five quad two. So it's not like it's not like that's all their like main wins. They've gotten they don't have many quad four quad three wins. So they got like better wins, but they just have lost. They just won them by close margins. And yes, they're only 17 and 13, so going one and one might not be enough. But I don't know. I, f- I feel like their wins are pretty solid. So I think I currently have them in. But yeah, they definitely definitely need to beat Ohio State. And then if they just get killed by Iowa, it's not going to be a good luck. Yeah, that, that I think that'll be interesting to see how the committee treats them and the Big Ten in general because it could be a lot of Big Ten teams in the tournament. Um, and that hasn't necessarily gone well in the past. Um, but it's going to be a lot of lower-seeded teams. So, I don't Like, it's not like the Big Ten is going to be, like, a bunch of, like it, – it's not like, – they're not going to be a bunch of teams favored in their first-round matchup either. Like, eight seed. Right. Okay, right now, Iowa, Maryland, and Illinois are listed as eight seeds. So, that's – I feel like it's going to be hard to maintain that many teams. But, like, like having, like, a, being the higher seed in their for opening-round matchup, like, some of those teams are going to lose their first round and fall down to a nine or a ten or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that leaves Michigan State, Northwestern, uh, Indiana, Illinois right now is like the, or in, not Illinois, Indiana, Purdue is like the actual teams that are like should be pretty solidly favored for against their first opponent. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Not, not hugely favored like half those teams either. Yeah. And I think it's also important for Purdue to win this with some solid wins to give them that chance back to get the one seed. They were, it looked like a lock for a long time to be a one seed. They've lost it, but if something goes wrong in one of the current one seeds uh, tournaments. They definitely could take that spot back if they win the big 10. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, if Kansas like loses maybe pretty early, they could maybe get ahead of Kansas. Uh, UCLA, probably has to win the Pac-12 tournament to be an overall one seed. I don't think that, like, I don't know if losing to Arizona in the final would be enough to keep them at the one line. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if Purdue wins out. Um, yeah. So, I, uh, yeah. But uh, if Purdue wins a Big Ten tournament, I'd be pretty darn surprised if they're not. Well, I mean, if the Purdue wins and then Alabama, Kansas, and UCLA all win, and Houston's obviously, like, and Houston win, then, yeah, I guess that would be, that would be, like, probably Purdue wouldn't be, pro- I don't know. At that point, I could still see them being a one seed over UCLA or Houston. I don't know if Houston can lose one seed. Yeah, you, uh, yeah, UCLA. I guess it would just be UCLA. If if UCLA and Purdue both win their big tournaments, I think Purdue would probably be a one seed. But yeah, that, it's gonna be. I, but I think if UCLA beats Arizona twice, that might be. Enough. No, that's... Also, who knows what? Yeah. Who is, Alabama can end up not winning theirs, but I feel like Alabama almost seems like they're a lock. It's it's kind of crazy. There's like five teams that have a really good shot at a one seed, and if they do all win out, it's going to be tough to decipher. Yep. Yep, yep. Anyway, you want to move on to our uh, next one? Yeah, I think the Big East should be kind of interesting. Yeah. That's a, this is a hard one to pick, I think. Yeah, at least. absolutely. Who is your pick? Oh, God, I was really deliberating over this because, like, my team in this conference is UConn, but they got the first-round Providence matchup, uh, or second-round, whatever you want to call it, second-round Providence matchup, who's the toughest. I mean, it's a 4-5 matchup, so it's kind of – of course it is, but that's definitely the toughest opening-round matchup 
Uh, so it's a little hard to go Yukon. Um, I, I feel lame going with the chalk, but I, I, especially with Xavier guy still out. You know what? I'm going to go with Creighton. I'm going to go Creighton. Last second decision. I'm, I'm picking Creighton to win this. But you won't pick Yukon? Well, because they got to play Marquette in the second round, Purdue in the first round, or uh, Providence in the first round. Like, that's yeah, just, I'm that's picking, a lot. I'm picking UConn, and I think, I think my hot take is that Villanova is going to beat Creighton. I mean, Creighton's up and down is the other thing. So, like, that's definitely fair. Like, Creighton has been. Sucks recently. And they just, like, yeah, they are definitely up and down, but I feel like they've won on their second down. It's just, I don't know. They've already but, lost Villanova recently. Yeah, they did just lose to Villanova. It was on the road. I know Villanova was playing better. Did Justin Moore just come back, or was that who just came back for them? That's yeah. one big just came back for Villanova. Yeah. Uh, my 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 thing is, I'm not too worried about UConn Providence at this point. Providence has kind of gone off the rails. That's like, a fair point too. Yeah, I may be giving too much faith to Providence with that. But then the Marquette, like the Marquette UConn. Second round matchup. That's brutal. That, those are the, probably the two best teams in the, the in the Big East at this point. Yeah, but you think Creighton could beat Xavier? Could beat Xavier and then what if Marquette and UConn? I mean Xavier without uh, what's his face? Is it? Oh god, I feel so bad. I don't remember his name. Uh, Xavier without Fettel. Like they just haven't really been the same team to me. I think Creighton would probably be favored in that matchup. I disagree. They've actually Xavier hasn't fallen off too hard. They've actually put in a new guy who's been. Uh, pretty solid for them. Okay, okay. That's and Xavier. I mean, and I feel it's not like I'm like, yeah. They, I go, yeah. They've been well. They played a pretty light schedule too in the last five games. Like they they they've lost one. Like I don't know. They've played a pretty light schedule as the Big East goes recently. They I think they kind of lucked out when the injury happened. Yeah. Well, he got injured and they still beat Providence on the road. Yeah. Uh, wait, did he get injured? Oh, no, they, that was a, he got injured in their problem. Oh, yeah, yeah, they beat Providence on the road. But besides that, I don't know. They lost, they've lost the Butler in that stretch. I don't know. And they have, besides that, they haven't really played anyone good besides Marquette, who they also lost to only by one credit to that. Like, that's not, I can't be like, oh, God, you only lost a road game to Marquette, but they wouldn't be favored in that even with Fremantle. Um, yeah. so that's, I don't know. It just, that's like, I just, it's, yeah, maybe that's a bit, I'm just not any more confident in Creighton. Like, Creighton's had a pretty easy <laughs> stretch as well, and they've lost. Like since, yeah, they, I mean, since they beat UConn, they've gone three and three, uh, with losses to Marquette, Providence, and Villanova. And they've beaten St. John's, Georgetown, and DePaul. They've beaten the, like three of the four worst teams, and that's their only yeah, one no, in the past six games. They've been pretty awful lately. Um, I, like there's no real defending their stretch either. It's just that they don't have like a reason for being awful. So I think there's more of a reason that I could just be like, yeah, maybe they won't be awful anymore. Like Yeah. I'm losing faith in this <laughs> team. I think I don't know. I think I think they're an upset potential in the first round of the March Madness tournament. I mean in terms of teams that aren't like besides the one the four or five matchup that like is probably the Villanova with the way they're playing at this point probably it's the scariest second round matchup. Uh I mean they're the six seed, aren't they? So that's not Yeah. Yeah they're the six seed could be I guess. Um so that's that's fair too, yeah. And I I also just love UConn, so I don't know what I'm doing here. Maybe I I don't know why I'm questioning UConn at this point of the season. Yeah. Yeah. No, I am surprised that Creighton ended up with the three, 
three seed in the tournament. But yeah, I'm picking UConn. I think Villanova could uh, beat Creighton, and uh, not really. The bubble's kind of fallen off for these teams. Seton Hall had a bad stretch. It's kind of put them out of reach. Um, I think Villanova and Seton Hall both would have to win it all to make it. So I think we're going to get yeah. five teams from the Big East. Or sorry. Yeah. And Providence is almost one right now on Bracket Matrix, but they're they're still 10 seed right now. They have a first-round match against Paul. No one's dropping them out to losing on neutral court to UConn. So that, yeah. They're safe. They're safe, but they should not feel good. No. But besides that, there's yeah, so there won't be really a ton of movement. Whereas UConn, UConn seated as a top four on Bracket Matrix, uh, Marquette is the top three on Bracket Matrix. If either of those teams win the Big East tournament, maybe they get up to a two, but I don't see that. Like, I don't see it getting any higher than that. Yeah, no, especially like if unless crazy things happen in the other tournaments, but still, um, yeah, I think UConn, Pro- UConn probably could get up to a two. I think where are they projected now? Uh, they're the top four. Okay, yeah, so it might be a, it might be, they'd probably have to face all the top teams to get that. Well, I guess, yeah, Big East, but yeah, Marquette should definitely be a two if they win out. Um, and then I mean, benefit from Providence still being, oh, they're not, okay, not neutral core Providence isn't a quad one win anymore. So that, never mind. Yeah, they're not just falling off. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'll be an exciting tournament, though. I don't really, uh, and I guess I'm sick of it. I guess Crane, I'll call my dark, like a dark horse winner, also, kind of, because I don't really think any of the lower end teams, but I don't really, I just don't really believe. I guess maybe, I don't know. I just don't really believe in any of the lower end teams. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. I think, yeah. So it's, yeah, it, it's it's kind of an up in the air tournament, but I think Creighton is the last team I would have picked. I guess fourth team. I'm not going to be crazy here, but. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be cool to see if Villanova can go on a run right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just think the top four or five teams in the Big East are well, no, not Providence, but I think the top four teams in the Big East are just like it would be really hard to beat three of them and with to, for any of these lower end teams to me. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, I yeah. That's definitely true. It would be really tough, especially given how they've played all season. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you want to move on to our move on to our next one? Yeah. Let's we'll take a quick break and then we'll move on to the last three conferences we'll discuss. All right. We're back. We'll start talking about the uh, the Big Twelve. Um, definitely a lot of teams that could win, but I think it's down to one or two teams. Uh, I went with Kansas. I went chalk here. Yeah. It's this is like really hard overall, but I think I I generally agree that I'd pick Kansas. Um, I think tech, like yeah, one or two teams you meant basically Kansas or Texas kind of right. Like that's that's Texas yeah. would be that other team. Yeah, I mean I think Baylor has an outside shot too. Like I that's I don't know if that that would count as a dark horse, but I think Baylor like Iowa State has been so questionable down the stretch and like yeah, Baylor should uh, definitely win that game, but I just don't know if. I'd buy them to beat both Kansas and Texas. Yeah. Although, and the, on the other hand, Texas, like the Kansas State TCU matchup, like those teams are like both legit. Uh, I think the top five of the Big 12 really has separated themselves. So, like, Texas is guaranteed a tough second round ma- or whatever, second or third round, whatever you want to call it, matchup. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree. I think Kansas is where I'd go. I think it's, it, I, I don't really care about who they play in the first round, although. 
it's not completely outside the question that one of them loses in the first round. Like I, I would be pretty surprised, but Kansas or Texas both have the possibility at least. Eh, I don't like the teams to, in, in a matchup against Kansas or Texas. I mean, I assume they have, they, but they probably lost to those. I guess maybe they haven't at this point either. Maybe those, neither both those teams have managed to avoid the uh, losing to the bottom four at this point. Yeah, I can double check that, but. Yeah, my one disagreement with you there, other than the possibility of like a an outside chance to get upset. I mean, obviously there is an outside chance, but um, I would disagree with you saying the top five is separated. I think I'd go more in the top four. I'm losing faith in TCU a little bit. Um, yeah. I think Kansas and Baylor are like just a step ahead of them. Um, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that. I don't. I just don't think if I've given Kansas or you think even Kansas State separated from them. I don't know if I'm like there on Kansas State having like fully separated from TCU yet. Um, I just kind of like the way it's built for like these kind of games. You mean that's fair? I I guess I would agree with you that I'd have them ahead at this point of TCU. Uh, I just don't know if I believe that like. I also just I think that I guess mostly what I think is that TCU I would have a decent amount ahead of. Iowa State. So I don't know. Like I guess that it's hard to say that TCU is like the next. Um, like TCU is like like on the same tier as Kansas State necessarily. Like I I don't know if I could get that far. Uh, but I do think they're like a I believe in them a solid amount more than Iowa State at least. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, I don't think there's a team that like I think has a. Uh, I don't have a sleeper team in this. I don't think any of the teams playing on day one are gonna win more than one game so um yeah i guess tcu like as a six is probably the, like the biggest like probably baylor i guess would just be my what i would have to say but i really think yeah. Kansas or texas is gonna win this yep i agree with that i think the only real question is some of these some of these like lower and big 12 teams are kind of fighting to like stick around like the tournament field um oklahoma state's considered very fringy right now that like they're pretty they, they need to probably not just win against Oklahoma, but also they probably have to beat Texas to make the tournament at this point. They're they're in not as great of a spot. Uh Texas is Texas Tech's probably right behind Oklahoma State in terms of they probably have to beat West Virginia. And then maybe a win over Kansas is enough, but probably not. They probably have to make the finals. Uh unlikely. Oklahoma State unlikely. I think Oklahoma State season's over. Like it's not gonna be enough yeah. to beat that's the only reason I mentioned them is they still got like a quarter of the bracket saying they're in right now. Texas Tech, no one says they're in right now on bracket, uh, bracket matrix. So they're that, that they probably need to go on like a significant run. Um, if they somehow made the finals by some miracle, they'd be in, I think. But that's like, yeah, that's like, yeah, I, that's have, Oklahoma, I have Oklahoma State as my first team out. And so, yeah, beating just beating Oklahoma is not going to do enough when uh, we're going to be doing a lot. Um, and then West Virginia. West Virginia, I think, has cleared themselves. I think they should be safe. Uh, just, mm-hmm. I mean, if they lose to Texas Tech, then yeah, then there's going to be questions. But um, I think even then they're probably in, like the playing game at worst. Like I don't think they're actually falling all the way out. Yeah, they should. Um, but yeah, it's going to be pretty crazy if they'll send. Uh, what is that? Seven teams. Maybe. Yeah, and they're not either. So crazy happened. Yeah. Yeah, no, that they should have at least seven teams, probably, maybe even, yeah, no, that they're probably not going to get over seven teams, but that like that's po- at least possible they send eight teams, and that's like their ten team conference, so like that's pretty, that's pretty darn impressive. 
Yeah. Um, and then in terms, we already talked a little bit about Kansas uh, being an overall one seed. Or not the overall. Uh, I mean, overall one seed. If they win the Big Twelve tournament, they probably would be. Yeah. No, I think Kansas has to be. I don't have any questions on that. I currently have Kansas sitting at the number one overall spot, uh, just because they have like an enormous amount of quad one wins. Like, I don't know if I've seen yeah. like regular season fifteen quad one wins. That's insane, and not a single uh, <laughs> loss outside of the quad one. I don't know if it's the all-time record, but I thought I I think I saw I, I think it may I think it actually may be the all-time record for most quad ones of a single season. I, I I'm not hundred percent sure about that, but I'm pretty confident. Yeah, and like uh, Alabama only has one less loss at this point. Houston obviously has four less losses than Kansas. So but like they just haven't beaten anyone. I don't think that they can get ahead of Kansas unless Kansas loses. Yeah, they're the only three. Alabama, Kansas, Houston are the only three unanimous one seeds right now in bracket matrix. Like every every bracket has them as a one seed. Um, so those teams, like, and then Kansas obviously is playing an easily the toughest tournament of those three teams. So if they if they win their tournament, they yeah, I'd be pretty surprised they're not the overall one seed. Although the net still doesn't love them, like so they I don't know if the bracket if the committee really hinges on that then. I don't know. I'll probably yeah, just go to Houston. Factors into like they don't have chances to blow out teams because they're just playing a competitive game after a competitive game in their uh, conference, and like it's it's so hard to keep pace in that with like Houston, who just plays like quad, quad two and quad three games all the time. Oh <laughs> yeah, I I think it'll be interesting to see how the committee ends up coming down on that. Um, if they, yeah, I I think that'll be somewhat interesting. But I would be if they do win the Big Twelve tournament, I'd be somewhat surprised they're not the overall one seed. Yeah. Uh, and then I think Texas probably isn't going to get to overall one seed. But if they're the, if they win the Big Twelve tournament, they probably would be a one seed. Yeah, I don't know. I I think yeah, there's a chance. But let's say Houston, Alabama, Purdue, and UCLA all win their tournaments. You, who do you put them over? You said I. <laughs> yeah, with four less losses. I mean, I know that. Oh, that's fair. You're right. No, that's probably. UCLA yeah, you're probably right. Nine quad, not, UCLA should get up to nine quad one wins. That, that's fair, but I think one of those teams won't win their tournament is the thing. Like, I don't think all three of those teams will win their tournament. So I think more than likely if Texas does win the Big 12 tournament, like this is all very hypothetical, but I think if Texas, maybe even Baylor, if Texas or Baylor win the Big 12 tournament and one of those teams loses, if yeah. it was in the final, that's like also five teams, and then so like two of those include like, do you think that puts Texas ahead of Kansas? Yeah. If yeah, because Texas would have to beat Kansas head to head on neutral court. They split the series season series here, didn't they? Yeah, they split it, but I don't know. That's fifteen quad one wins. I just don't know if Texas can do enough to get past there. I think Kansas is just so. I think Kansas might be locked as a one. I, I mean, they'd be higher in the net at that point too, though. I think they already they may already be higher than the net than Kansas. No, Kansas is no. seven. Texas is ten. I but they I think if they won the Big Twelve tournament, it, well I don't know maybe they won it at that point. It's maybe too late to make that much ground up. I don't know. That that's interesting. It maybe they would just be the high like the highest two seed. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It'll be. It is an interesting thing to consider. But yeah, I think Baylor Baylor wouldn't have a shot at a one. I don't think. Um, but yeah, Baylor, no, probably not. Uh, Baylor, Baylor definitely a lost lot of break right. 
Yeah. I mean, Baylor obviously has a chance of beating both Kansas and Texas on their path, so that could help, but still don't know if that's enough to be a, what, what do they already have, nine losses? I don't know if a nine-loss team's a one seed. That that is tough. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, this it'll be interesting how the tournament goes, but or that the tournament goes for them. But there aren't really a ton of Apple actual tournament implications for this conference. Um, yeah, it's, it's not, not really picking dark horse either. Like we both said, kind of Baylorish if that counts as a dark horse. Yeah, but this is gonna be a really exciting tournament. If there's not a ton of like actually a ton of like impact that's gonna have. Yeah, every game should be pretty competitive. There's not like a thing where you look at it and you go, oh, that matchup's got kind of falling apart. I guess it's Baylor, Iowa State, that matchup's not as good as it would have been a couple weeks ago, but yeah. Yeah, but Big 12's going to have the best matchups throughout. There's probably not even going to be like any double-digit spreads on this. Like, or there, I, Yeah, I don't think there will be any double-digit spreads in this tournament. Like, this is going to be every game is going to, it could be a single-digit game. Yeah, yeah, it would be like Kansas versus Kansas or Texas in their first round matchups, if anything. Yeah, that may be pushing it, I guess. Though, but even then, I guess if they get like Oklahoma, maybe quite. Yeah, never mind. Oklahoma maybe uh, yeah. double digit. If they win their first round matchup, which I don't believe, like I think Oklahoma is the weakest team in the conference. So that's we'll see if they even win their first round matchup. Yep. All right, let's move on to the SEC. Yep. Who's your pick for the SEC tournament? Uh, Alabama. Alabama's my pick to win the national championship. So I don't know what you want from me. Like, are you a little concerned with how they played the past two weeks? Yeah. I've been I've been like inching towards just saying like fuck it, I'm just gonna go with Houston why like why not? Because I'm pretty sure each of their past four games they've been down for like a good majority of the game. Yeah, they have been playing from behind a lot. Although I don't know, it's been against pretty good opponents for like I mean not uh, yeah besides South Carolina game which South was Carolina was bad, but also the Arkansas Auburn yeah good teams but home games where they're like clawing back obviously like it says a lot about the team but definitely definitely gives me some pause may have to bet like the alabama like first half spread somewhere along the <laughs> the tournament but yeah i don't know i picked kentucky Ooh, wow. yeah because i feel like i mean granted they just did lose to vanderbilt but vanderbilt's a pretty easy first round matchup alabama's gonna yeah, see- yeah. Alabama's going to see Tennessee, their second matchup. Um, Probably. Yeah. I don't know. I think I didn't want to go completely chalk. I've had one seeds other than UConn, so I picked Kentucky in this one. But, yeah, Alabama's who I would have them playing in the uh, the final. And Alabama – or, I mean, Kentucky's kind of hitting hitting their stride at the right time. So, I, I – and, like, you're right. That's a good point that they're going to – Vanderbilt is honestly probably maybe even easier by Ken Palm. They're probably an easier second-round matchup than uh, – than either of the teams that be possible for uh for Alabama to play in the second round. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. Vanderbilt's also been like surprisingly good this year. They beat Kentucky actually, I think this week, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's interesting though. I, I see where you're coming from. I just I still have enough faith in Alabama that I'm not I'm not quitting them quite yet. Um at least at the very least not for because I just don't even like, I just don't love the SEC, especially with the way Tennessee, like with Tennessee without the Kai Ziegler and the way, and like picking Tennessee to win like four straight games is just also a pretty, like, I just like that's a lot of games in a row for Tennessee to win. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. No, I think, I don't think Tennessee beats Alabama. 
obviously like they could it it could be a scrappy game and like definitely make it that's another thing Alabama could be really tired from having to go up against Tennessee's defense if they played them in the semis before playing Kentucky um but yeah I don't really have a sleeper team in this conference I mean Kentucky I think kind of I I think Kentucky is a solid solid like I think that kind of counts even though they are a three seed three Uh, I don't have I guess the, like Tennessee I, as a five is the only team playing on day two that I have in the semis. So I have trouble picking out a team out of the SC, like the bottom half of the bracket that I'm like, I, cause I Texas A&M is the number two seed. I don't believe in Texas A&M that hard at all. Like I think Texas A&M is fine, but like, that's yeah, like they have, they're, they're, um, they're, so I can see Arkansas or Auburn potentially end up in the finals. Like, I don't think that's outside the question. And they're the seven and 10 in the conference. Uh, yeah, like I I've I've lost a lot of faith in those two teams. I don't believe it. I, if I had to pick a, like a real sleeper, I'd go Arkansas. I think I think Arkansas has kind of put it together a little bit more as the season's gone along. If they were barely better early and then they fell apart, and then they're kind of I think playing a little bit better. Uh, but that, that's like it's in a really really weak conference. Yeah, and they just lost their last three straight. I mean, all the top the top three teams of the SEC, but like still. Um. Yeah, I don't really believe in Arkansas that hard, but I think if I had to pick like a like a sleeper, I'd go with them just because their path isn't that difficult, and they, I think, kind of are a better team than they were mid season. Yeah, I don't know. Texas A and M's doing a lot. Texas A and M definitely had the best uh, week, and they've been pretty good for the past. I don't know. Thirty days, they've gotten some solid wins. Uh, they're definitely upsettable, but uh, their point guards playing really good uh, basketball, and I don't know, could do something. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's that's definitely fair. I I just I don't know, like, Texas. I'm not saying Texas A&M. Like I'd probably even pick them to beat Arkansas in the first round. I just don't think they're like really that like that level team, maybe Nick Smith really figures it out. He's still coming back, working back from injury. Like he's supposed to be like a big time, really impressive college basketball player. And he hasn't really shown that, but in the last four games, he's put up over like 25 points, like in three of them. So like he may, maybe he's turned a quarter. Maybe yeah. he took lots of two of those games also. So, you know, maybe that's a baby. Yeah. Well, he may be the reason. I don't know. Maybe Nick Smith isn't healthy, but we'll, like I, maybe he does. But if, if they, Nick Smith gets hot, really works his like NBA ass off. Like let's let's see. I think they have a shot. Yeah. In terms of um like what's on stake, Alabama obviously should like lock down a one seed. I mean if they will be they'll have an outside they'll have a chance at the number one overall if they win it all. If they lose early, they could lose a one seed, but I don't know. And then Alabama, Kentucky Missouri at this point, I think, yeah. Texas A&M, <clears throat> Tennessee, they're all locks. Arkansas's probably a lock, but they're falling down towards that, uh, towards the bubble. Auburn's on the bubble, and then Mississippi State is really close to like the chopping block. Bracket matrix has Arkansas and Auburn as nines right now, so I'd be pretty surprised if they lose into each other, drops them fully. Out, although who knows how the committee feels about them, so that's that's all that's that's definitely a question. Yeah, um, and then that. Mississippi, go ahead. Uh, Mississippi State, uh, the 
in the yeah they're the they're the top play on team so that's they're like definitely a little bit iffy yeah so i have i have those teams at the same place or yeah close to the same place that you just said i have uh auburn is my last nine arkansas is my first 10 and then mississippi state is my first playing team um i think if they lose to florida i don't think mississippi state will make the tournament i think they need to beat uh florida and then yeah it should be good but they'll they'll be one of those teams that's like crossing their fingers when on selection sunday Video, there's players watching the selection video, like really, really partying when they if they make it or pick up the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's some fat, sad faces, but yeah, they beat Alabama <laughs> in the second round. They're definitely in. Um, they might. Be, oh yeah. They, they probably don't even have to play in. Um, no, yeah. Stay for that point, unless yeah, they yeah, because then they'll then they'll lose to another quality team. Like they're like a real tournament team at that point. So if they do lose immediately after beating Alabama. Yeah, but I I think in general the SEC is pretty week i'm actually they had five teams ranked this week they snuck in missouri as the 25th team i don't know what that was about but yeah that's true i guess but it's like all lower end like it, outside i mean tennessee would outside kai ziegler they're still listed at a three here besides that they don't have a team listed above a six on bracket matrix so it's not going to be a conference where it's like a lot of teams where you're really confident in their first round matchup um besides alabama obviously yeah yeah some teams are definitely like yeah tennessee like they probably need to beat missouri to lock up like a they could be a four they uh, worst case they they could possibly fall to a five i don't know if that's possible like maybe the, the committee factors in their injury a little bit i don't know how much they yeah but and the thing is they're gonna be a four who's like either first or second best player depending on how you feel is gonna miss the tournament so they're like they're that's a that's gonna be a popular four thirteen match if that's what we end up with. Yeah. But that's the uh I think that's pretty good coverage of the SEC. Anything else you have? Nope, I think that's all we can we can just move on to the back twelve. Uh yeah. Perfect. For the pack twelve, I'm I went with Arizona. I don't know what you went with. Uh I went with UCLA. Yeah, I'm, I think it's probably – I mean, UCLA is definitely going to be the favorite. Um, but I'm a little bit concerned about UCLA now that Jalen Clark tore his Achilles or likely tore his Achilles. Oh, damn. I didn't hear about that. Okay, never mind. I'm switching my pick here. <laughs> yeah. Shoot. I have not the injuries. Okay. Jeez, yeah. Wow, that's actually brutal. Damn. Okay, that's unfortunate. Yeah, okay. Wow. Yeah. So I think actually Arizona should win this tournament. That that would be it would be a little underwhelming if they can't, but out uh would it would you see like missing one of their like three one of their main three players? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what the case was. I, I've seen that. I'm not exactly don't was that uh I think it was the last game of the season. Wow, that's unfortunate. Let's see, Jalen Clark. Leg injury out for Pac-12 tournament. That's concerning, though. If you're out for the Pac-12, oof. Yeah, I'm not sure if it was an Achilles, but I, people did not seem uh, up, too optimistic. So, yeah, at least for the Pac-12 tournament, I think this could give Arizona a shot. Um, this would open up the last one seed for Purdue to take if UCLA didn't win this. Um, and then Arizona, I think they've screwed around too much to have a shot at a one seed. and. If they win this, they should lock up a two. 
Oh yeah. I mean, I think they're already one sec. I just had that up. So they are already they are already the last two by bracket matrix. So if they win this, they'd be a two, well guaranteed. If they lose in the finals, they may still be a two if unless a big one the right Big East team pass like the rest unless the right Big East team pass them or <laughs> yeah, because maybe the top, Gonzaga. The top five teams should be Kansas, Houston, Alabama, UCLA, and then and Purdue, and then Texas could fall in there. A Big East team could fall in there. And then, if Arizona loses, I don't. I don't think Gonzaga should be able to get a two seed. Baylor, if they do some some damage, can be a two seed. SEC tournament champion Tennessee. That that you know if that <laughs> if that somehow happens. That no, absolutely not. Tennessee's done. <laughs> the season's over. They got to bail out. Um, excuse. <laughs> But yeah, you're right. The Big East champion has a solid shot at a two seed, and then maybe if Kansas State makes the finals, like, or Kansas State as tournament as a Big Twelve tournament champion would definitely be a two seed, I think. Yeah, should. Yeah, and yeah, Baylor the same thing. Um, <clears throat> but there's not two. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't see a shot for anyone other than UCLA or Arizona to win this. Obviously. You you say that and then it and then it happens, um, but I think the biggest thing is Arizona State is outside looking in. They got the huge win over Arizona to put them kind of in that talk, and then they obviously lost to uh, UCLA. Um, but where does Bracket Matrix have them? Are the they're right in the Oklahoma State range? We're like about a, about actually a fifth of the brackets have that, so a little bit lower than Oklahoma State. Um, so right on the boundary. This was updated this morning, so it, it is updated for the uh the UCLA game. So yeah, that Oregon game is going to be huge for them. Uh, the they should kill California. Hopefully, that should they definitely need to put up a good margin on California. Can't play them close, and then beat Oregon. That's two more wins. Uh, and they they would end with. Let me see how many losses. I think. Oh wait, uh, maybe I got my maybe I had my bracket wrong. They, they, yeah. So they would have twelve losses if they won two and then lost. Um, if they lost to uh, <clears throat> UCLA, so they'd be twenty-two and twelve with four quad one. They wins. got they're on, no, they're on the they're on the Arizona State Oregon State is the first round matchup for that. Oh, did I? Oh, did I get the last two yep. teams? And then, then they got USC as their second round, and then Arizona it would be their third round. So that that's going to be, like, honestly a little bit tougher with UCLA missing Jalen Clark, and I think USC is probably better. Well, USC is better. I, they're better higher-seeded team than Oregon. So that – they probably need to beat – I mean, yeah, they need to beat USC, and then if they lose Arizona, probably play-in team, maybe. Maybe play-in team. Wait. So, what seed are they're a six seed? They're, uh, they're a six seed. And Washington State's the five. Yep. Oh, interesting. At least, I, I, I think I, this this is from the Pac-12 website, so I'm pretty. Well, I think I'm, I'm pretty confident. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well. Um. Yeah. So yeah, that's I guess that's a better one because a win over USC is a lot better than a win over Oregon. So. They they yeah. definitely could be in if they if they win those two games and then lose to Arizona. Yeah, and then beyond that, um, USC is probably fine. Maybe if they lose to Arizona State, they 
maybe would go into a playing team, but probably not. Like, I think they'd probably still be fine. Yeah, where uh, the bracket matrix have them at? And they're the second 10 right now. Yeah, so yeah, I currently have them in the play-in. I'm not too – don't love what they've done this year, but I just just by the need of the third team to go for the Pac-12, yeah, they should be pretty safe. Um, and then Oregon would have to, like – at this point, Oregon might have to win it all to make it. Yeah, yeah. If even if they make the final, they're definitely that. That's still a question mark, definitely. So, I mean, they'd have to be. It's because they even if they like they they wouldn't even pick up like they're not. It's hard to pick up like real quality wins unless you beat both the top teams in the uh, the Pac-12. So, like, if they beat Washington State, is that really doing much for their resume? No. No. <laughs> yeah. 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 So it's pretty unlikely that Oregon really really puts a run together. Uh, USC should be safe. Yeah, no, I think that that's interesting though. This this tournament is really just like, can we get round three Arizona UCLA? That's that's my interest in the Pac-12 tournament. Yeah, re- yeah, rematch in the in the finals, and then obviously Arizona State trying to get those wins to to uh, make the tournament. Should be some at least there's some stake, but yeah, the Pac-12 is one of those tournaments that you don't really need to watch the games until you get to that final. Yeah. No, it's not even like the ACC where it's not exactly the most exciting group of teams. It's still at least there's like a lot of parity. There's a lot of you. You don't know who's going to win the ACC tournament, really. Yeah. Um, all right, we got we've got a couple minutes left. Uh, Gonzaga, St. Mary's place tonight. Do you have a pick on that? Uh, I guess Gonzaga. I don't yeah, know. I don't Gonzaga. know. They, they looked like they had the better of St. Mary's last time, but who knows on a neutral court? Um, and then. I haven't looked at it, but do you have a Mountain West pick? I don't know what the bracket even looks like, to be honest. Uh, do you have a Mountain West pick? <laughs> I'm not too confident in them, but there's a lot of teams on the bubble, so could be some interesting games. But, yeah. I don't know. Maybe San Diego State. But... <laughs> They've been the best team just so far this season. Um, They got – yeah, they got – well, yeah. They got a pretty easy path too, but there isn't really a hard path with the Mountain West. Um, Utah State, New Mexico as a second round matchup is that's a little tough for both of those teams who are, but those both of the teams have kind of limited themselves. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'll go with Santa. Why, why not? All right. Well, that is our conference tournament preview, and next time we'll be talking with a bracket. So should be exciting. So tune in next. Oh time. yeah. Uh- so ready. <laughs>